Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It's Friday. Happy Friday. <laughs> it's CPI day. And I waited. I posted on Twitter. There was no use in me starting this uh, podcast around 730 like I normally do uh, recording this because I would have just been waiting until 830 when we saw CPI, um, May inflation. And do not tell me that someone doesn't release this to the, the White House prior to this happening. Um, the White House came out yesterday and said, hey. Um, or maybe it was even Wednesday. Um, don't expect CPI to uh, to be down. And and what happens? Well, expectations were that we would see month over month 0.7 percent. Year over year, we would see 8.3 percent. And what did we get? We got a 1 percent month over month and an 8.6 percent year over year. Way worse. Driven by what energy? Oil prices. Um, by the way, I've still got a sick dog. Uh, she's not drinking water. She started to drink water a little bit yesterday. But tip, if your dog doesn't drink water, soak some bread in water. Um, if they haven't lost their appetite, they'll eat the bread. <clears throat> um, my dogs love, 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 love bread. And so I just soak a, a kind of piece of bread or a little, I chop it up, and she dives into the water with her nose and winds up drinking about as much water, but keeping her hydrated, blah, blah, blah. But if the phone rings, I am going to put this on pause and talk to the veterinarian. So, um, but uh, energy drove this stuff. Um, Essentially what happened, the market just crashed. Um, The the implied open for the Dow is down 300. Implied open for the NASDAQ down 150. S&P down 50. Kind of like I said, the S&P closed yesterday at 4,017. 4,010 was kind of a support point, um, but it just, it, it just cranked down. Um, uh, remember what I said, too. Remember what I said? 1310 might be good for you, Vixie? Well, it's trading at 14. Um, it got all the way down the last couple of days to about 1250. Do not try and time this. Um, if you're playing it for a day trade, minute trade, a hourly trade, time it all you want. But the reality is if you're playing this for a weekly swing trade, like I typically do, don't try and time it. When it gets to 13, sell at 14. Um, it's at 1408 right now, continuing to rise. My assumption is, and this is just a guess, um, and it's based on any reaction is an overreaction. It's a Friday. You're going to see selling pressure on a Friday. You saw selling pressure yesterday. You've had the, the, the S&P kind of in this, this range per se. Let's take a look at uh, some of the S&P. But you've had it in this range. And, and kind of like I said, we're, we're in a trading range between 3,800 and 4,200. I'm not picking 
um, within those, but it's a 38 handle and a 42 handle. Um, that's essentially where we're trading it. Um, let's see. Let's look at SPY. Uh, well, we'll look at the S&P. Um, uh, S&P 500 index. <clears throat> I don't want the um, SPX. That's what we're going to look at. Now, when I look at this, um, and I'll, I will look at a daily chart. Daily is usually the best one you can look. Oh, and Kramer's on CNBC. Oh, let's get the, the opinion of Kramer. No, I'm not a big fan. But you've got this 38, this, this one day, it was May 20th, um, 3,800, 3,801, 3,806 is, let me see, the actual low, 3,810. That's where you hit. So um, that's going to provide some support here. But I do see us going below 4,000 today. And again, uh, any reaction is an overreaction. You have the RSI yesterday at 44. Um, the MACD is up. You had the MACD on the daily cross up on May 25th. You could have ridden that one from about <clears throat> 3,900 up to the S&P uh, 4,100. Probably would have been a good move. You had all the signals there. Uh, this is an oversold market right now. Um, again, you're probably going down today overall, uh, but I would start to see a, a bounce in the afternoon. I think you're, you know, it's it's chop like you're. You've always got chop. <clears throat> and what was interesting was when they announced the CPI, SARK just took off, took off. Um, if you were watching the daily chart, but. Uh, my play today would be Uvixi. If you can get it under 14, buy it under 14. I think you're going to 15. Uh, the VIX yesterday um, closed at about 26. It's at 27 right now, up about 5%. Um, CPI data was it. Okay. And again, don't tell me that there's not somebody in the White House that, that knew exactly what this was. Um, now, what does this all mean? It means inflation is is... Continuing to go, you've got two, three, four uh, half percent rate hikes, um, probably baked in at that were baked in. But the assumption was, hey, if inflation starts to <clears throat> starts to wane, maybe Powell doesn't raise as fast. Well, he's going to raise just as fast. Now, here's the thing: um, I said, uh, you know, triggered forty four seventy five was the buy in on June seventh. Uh, for DRV, triple levered shorting the housing market. Again, 44.75 to 48.45 right now. You're up. You've got your 10%. You've got your 10% in this. Um, called it. I didn't follow it in, just per se. Should have. Um, but called it. I've gotten, I've gotten a lot right. I should really start listening to myself. Boy. I'm beating myself up over this one, but um, DRV is the next one to fall. The housing market again. Monday, I had a um, I had a a lunch with my real estate agent, and he said, told me a story. Um, I think he said six hundred and fifty thousand dollar house that two three weeks ago he would have had four offers, cash, cash offers, just putting it on the market. He had an open house. Last weekend, uh, after listing it on like Tuesday or Wednesday, no offers. 
it, the, the housing market's fallen off a cliff. And with the increases on this, um, it's just crazy. But that's what that is. Uh, so oil, uh, all of our oils were down yesterday. Buy on the dip. And said, hey, any pullback, buy it. Um, oil's moving down because Shanghai is potentially shutting down again, even though China said shutdowns are over. Um, they don't get shut down. So, um, yeah. Oil's going to continue to move higher. Again, supply and demand. What makes prices move up? Uh, either higher demand or lower supply. This is a double whammy. This is the double header. You've got uh, supply that's going down because Russia's being taken off. Um, it looks like Iran is probably going to be taken off as well, um, even though they're, they're not supplying a huge amount. But Iran ain't on the table because they're taking the, the cameras out of their nuclear facilities. So you'd be crazy to think that the U.S. is going to go into a deal to, to get Iran uh, oil on the market. Um, I, I think what you'll see um, is the Biden administration move to a more centrist, hey, we've got to live with fossil fuels. Let's make a 5, 10, 15, 20-year plan on fossil fuels. Um, right now they're like, yeah, fossil fuels, they're the enemy. They're not the enemy. For the next 25 years, we've got fossil fuels in the U.S. as a major, major source of energy. Um, Moving off that doesn't mean you do it overnight. And unfortunately, some of the policies that we've seen and, and put forward have said, hey, we need to move this overnight. And, and there was an interesting, you know, I'm, I'm an environmentalist. I, I do not like pipelines. I do not like oil. I do not like um, all of these things. I, I put oil in play in my portfolio because I can make money, not because I'm a big believer in fossil fuels, but just to make money. Um, Interesting point by Dan at Trendspider, uh, and this was a couple months ago. All the people who are against pipelines, how do you think the oil's going to get to its destination? Because at the end of the day, the oil still has to get to its destination. I am a big believer in pipelines not going over um, natural resources like rivers and uh, ruining communities and things of that sort. But pipelines need to be built. <clears throat> and the pipelines that need to be built, they probably should be built with some type of payback in mind. And I don't know what that payback is. Now, I'm not an expert here, but the reality is when you build a pipeline, you don't truck the oil. When you truck the oil, you're not only wasting the gas of that actual truck, but you're, you know, again, contributing to more fossil fuels, but you're increasing the cost over a pipeline. So, um, you know, there, there's definitely a balance here. I'm not chaining myself to a tree, uh, lighting myself on fire uh, in front of a, a native land or anything of that sort. Those guys are hardcore. Kudos to them. I think we need people in the world like that. Um, but, uh, again, great point by Dan at Trendspider. Um, but housing market, DRV, a triple levered, makes sense to me. Um, some other things. Netflix was downgraded. Now, here's the thing about Netflix. I have never held Netflix. I believe my father still holds Netflix. 
um, even though I've told him to try and get out of Netflix. But Netflix is an interesting one. It was downgraded. Um, but remember, here's the thing, and, and there's all kinds of, if you guys have read the news, they're in South America, they're doing a password um, kind of reclamation. So if you share your passwords with different households, they are putting things on the screen that said, hey, you can't do this. <clears throat> they're locking it down, blah, blah, blah. It's been uh, told that uh, it is not uh, going well. Well, how is that ever going to go well? But the second Netflix does this in America, I share my password. You know, a couple people. It's been used. So um, I don't know anybody who doesn't share their Netflix password, to be perfectly honest with you. Second they do that, their, their user base most likely goes up. doesn't go down. It goes up. Now, how much it goes up, that's what's the question. And that's what the articles that say it's a huge failure don't focus on. Um, <clears throat> Netflix will tell in time how good it is, but um, this downgrade just says, hey, Netflix isn't doing what they need to do, blah, blah, blah. I have not watched Stranger Things. Uh, I am not a diehard. Netflix right now in the algorithm is a buy at 197. It's going to open up significantly down, I think it, uh, let's see. Uh, it will open up at 182. Now, let's look at Netflix's Finviz. Uh, uh, forward PE 16. Value stock. Let's look at uh, Meta. Uh, forward PE 13. <laughs> so you've got two stocks right there that are considered growth. Um, Netflix year-to-date performance down 68%. Um, they're at a 16. They're trading as a value stock at this point. Again, under the S&P. I don't know what the S&P is. Um, let's see what SPY is. I can't. I guess I can't look at it here. Um, but ah, here, S&P. Uh, no, that's S&P+. Anyway, I, I don't know what it is, the forward multiple S&P right now, but Netflix, in my mind, Getting close to saying, hey, maybe this one should be on our radar. Um, it hasn't been on our radar. Again, Disney, forward PE, 18. <clears throat> and they're trading at 103. Remember, this was a $170 stock. 180 at September. Um, this is down 33% year to date. Uh, in one year, it's down 41%. Streamers. Let's look at Paramount Global, P A R A, Ford P E 13. So Netflix has some, some room to go down. Paramount's down. Um, let's look at Comcast, uh, CMCSA. God, I hate that stock symbol. Ford P E 10. <coughs> um, Brian Roberts willing to lose $2 billion. That was one of the things that I heard um, an analyst say about Netflix is um, Reed Hastings was not expecting Paramount to launch and lose uh, $2 billion. They were not expecting Brian Roberts of Comcast to launch Para um, Peacock and lose $2 billion. They were not expecting Disney to go as fast as they did into, into the streaming wars. Um, by the way, Paramount down year-to-date 3.4%. So. 
Um, that's that one. I, I, again, Netflix came up. I, I still think you move into oil. Uh, I still think, let's see, Occidental Petroleum down yesterday, up today. Uh, by the way, Dow's down now uh, 400, NASDAQ down at 200. You're having huge selling pressure right now. This is going to be an ugly, ugly open. Um, and it's CPI data, but it's what Europe told us. So if you weren't positioned on Wednesday for Thursday's downturn and Friday's downturn now, you're just not listening to the market. The market is telling you exactly what it's going to do. Europe said, hey, inflation is out of control. We're not raising rates until next time. Well, Europe's market tanked. What does the American market do? You know, if today's CPI number was, don't be afraid of missing out on, on the upside because you know what? You're going to have downside to, to buy in again. Um, Occidental Petroleum is actually down in the pre-market. Um, let's look at Devon. Devon's down 1.2% in the pre-market. So you're seeing this uh, inflation number hit almost every single sector. I've got QCLN, which is my uh, ETF on clean energy, up 1.1% in the pre-market. Ruth Chris, up 1.37% in the pre-market. Um, you've got Abbott Labs up 0.04. AMD. AMD was one I was going to look at. Um, BABA. Chinese stocks are going up. Um, AMD, let's see if this one is a buy. We haven't looked at this one in a while. It's a buy at $100.14. The nine day is still above the 21 day. Um, but this is a falling stock. I wouldn't buy it right now. This is going to open up. I would probably look at a 90 to $95 range on this one. When it hits below 95, nibble on it, buy it, ride it up to 100. I mean, that's a 5% move, 5 6% move on that one. I think you'd be good on that one. Um, again, for me, DRV is a good one. Uh, IMPP, remember I said this is an energy move, uh, energy kind of uh, Wall Street bets play, was up again. Let's see what IMPP is in the pre-market. Uh, IMPP at $0.83, cents, up $0.01 cents from yesterday's close. So um, this one is just complete trade. Uh, when I look at the one minute, I wouldn't buy it right now. Um, yesterday's range was 76 to 97 cents. This one ran up crazy in the morning. Um, it could do the same thing today. But, you know, again, you're taking your chance. 52-week high is $9.70. You ain't going back to $9.70. But uh, it, it is one of the... The most active, it's an oil stock, blah, blah, blah. Meta, they changed their uh, name, and I have to change that in my uh, TrendSpider. TrendSpider doesn't change it automatically, which is crazy. Um, but Meta is at 182, under 200. Remember, I said 200. 200 is still the pivot point on this one. Um, you've got 20, you know, 10% if you buy at 180 when it goes up to 200. You've got 10% in this stock. Uh, again, their P.E. ratio is 13. Their forward P.E. Let's look at the forward P.E. Remember, Paramount's got a, a, a 13 forward P.E. Uh, Meta has a 13 forward P.E. I think Facebook's got more global growth than Paramount does. Uh, Paramount's going to be a you know, $60 cable stock. Look at FUBU. Uh, is it Fubo? 
Fubo. Fubo TV. This one's not making money. $3.10. Uh, 80% down. But this is where Paramount Global's going. Just, they own the programming. It's going to be a $50 freaking stock, I bet. Or, you, know, you know, streamer. They're going to add CNN in. It's going to be horrible. But, you know, Paramount's going to be just what it is. Uh, Bank of America. This is an interesting one. Uh, it has been beaten down. Um, it is down 1.8% today. It's down below 34, trading at 33.86. Their forward PE is 8. Um, JP Morgan, let's look at JP Morgan. Their forward PE is 9. Um, Citi um, is, let's see, Citigroup is 6. Wells Fargo is at 8. Um, City's got its own problems. Let's look at Goldman Sachs. Um, they're at seven. Um, I like Bank of America in particular. Uh, again, their their forward PE is eight point eight one. They're down twenty two percent year to date. Um, five years from now, the other thing is you get a two point four three percent stock or, or dividend on this stock while you hold. I like it. Again, I like this one. Um, uh, oh, one that I think might have an opportunity today. Again, any reaction is an overreaction. TQQQ, this is a triple levered um, uh, NASDAQ. Uh, we've been beaten down on the NASDAQ. The S&P looks like it's going to open up um, below 4,000. Uh, again, I'm using the S&P to track the NASDAQ, just because I think the NASDAQ has an opportunity to bounce back big and TQQQ trading at, uh, let's see where it is. Uh, it is at, come on, I trade a pro, 2848, 2846. This is going to be one of the most active, but it closed just under 30 at 2999 yesterday. <clears throat> the, yesterday's range was 2993. So it closed very close to the bottom, to 33. That's a nice 10% kind of range there. Uh, I think you get the same today. Uh, I think you wait until probably it hits. My guess is when this opens up, it's going to be in the 27 handle. I think when it hits the 27 handle, I think you buy this one. Um, I think it easily. The 52-week low was 520 at a 24.93. Um, I think we're going back down to that that level at some point in time, but I think you could take TQQQ. If you're playing options and you're wanting to bet, put 50 bucks on the options. You know, um, buy it. If you lose 50 bucks, big deal. You could make 200, but um, I don't play options. I, I, I put rather large amounts down, and I, I don't mind holding. But in this one, I would say you, 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 if you're looking for 10%, take a 5% um, stop loss. TQQQ, I like it. Um, yesterday, UNH wound up down. Um, it is significantly down in the pre-market as well. Remember, United Healthcare. Let's see if this one's a buy in the algorithm. Um, there's two, UNH and uh, AbbVie. Yesterday, UNH has a buy at four ninety four ninety four. Um, this one, eh, I don't know if I hundred percent believe that one. I think you could probably get this one in the four seventies. 
Um, today in the pre-market, it's at 485. Again, I'd probably wait for the 470s. Um, that's probably a pretty good. I, I, in my mind, I think 460 um, is probably your bounce point on this one. Um, if I were to guess, if we continue to go down, now we go up and you start to see the the thing the the market go up and you see this one in the 470 handle range, I'd buy it. <laughs> Their um, ex dividend date is June 17th. It's not a huge dividend. The other one, which in the healthcare industry, which I do like, which is a big dividend, is AbbVie. AbbVie had a buy on June 7th at 147. You're trading at 145. And let's see what it is in the pre market. In the pre market, you are at 144. So, um, you know, again, this one has a dividend yield of 3.88%. Um, let's see what their forward PE is. Uh, they have a great drugs. This one is uh, forward PE of 12. Um, let's see what Pfizer is. Uh, Pfizer PFE. Oh. Uh, Pfizer's PE is 9. See, AbbVie is a little bit expensive. Uh, I don't know that AbbVie, you know, UNH forward PE of 19 it is expensive, but that's, you know, again, if you're buying it at 470, I think it's a $520 stock. So you're, you're getting your 20, your 10% in. Um, but uh, let's see. Remember when you're trading T2QQ, I wouldn't hold it over the weekend. DocuSign got killed on earnings. Uh, this is a falling knife. I would not buy it. It's had a little bit of a rebound from 80. Um, it was a buy in our algorithm May 13th at 80. It traded all the way up to 87. So <clears throat> you didn't quite get your 10% your on this one before it kind of fell, but you're going to have a gap down today. Um, I do not see this one as a buy. I, the only reason I brought it up is because it, it did get killed. It was oversold. Uh, I'm sorry, overbought. Um, the RSI got up to 66. Not not worth it in my mind. But it got killed on uh on their earnings. Uh US natural gas, UNG, still flying. Buy it 15 on February 16th. Um, this one has pulled back. The nine day is not quite under. The RSI is down at 54. Um, the MACD is crossing under the volume is kind of getting there. Um, the, you know, the volume charts, um, there's definitely a volume shelf here at about 28. Um, but UNG is trading below that one right now. So it hasn't, well, 29, <clears throat> the volume shelf is really at about 2902. Um, you're at 2960 right now. Um, again, 8.4 million 10 day, 8.6 million 90 day. You've got the volume here. The, the 52 week high is 32. So you're not too far away. <clears throat> that was just two days ago. Um, you've pulled back to 29. I think you could go back to 32. I think you know, there, there's nothing that tells me that this isn't going to continue to go up. Um, it's a great one. Let's look at some of the podcast favorites since it's a Friday. Qualcomm buy at one thirty. It's at one thirty six. Um, this one 
the MACD is kind of crossing down, but the nine days above the 21 day. Uh, I would, there's no catalyst on this one. Again, I, I, you know, Qualcomm, when you look at the, the forward PE on Qualcomm, um, it is uh, 10 versus AMD, which is 19, which is NVIDIA, which is 27. Uh, Intel, which just said it's horrible, 11. But Qualcomm's good. Qualcomm's good at 10. Um, Intel sucks at 11. <laughs> Quite simply. So you don't really have a catalyst on Qualcomm, but you know it is what it is. Oracle, uh, it's down at sixty nine dollars. Thirteen seventeen is the po- uh, forward PE. Um, this has a one point eight five percent dividend. Uh, I don't think that you're going to be a buy on this uh, because it is falling. Ironically, it is a buy at sixty nine ninety nine, but that was way back on May twenty third. Uh, they have their earnings coming up next week, June 13th. I m- most likely will be on a cruise, hopefully, if the dog's okay. Um, but that earnings is June 13th. That's the catalyst for this. Again, Oracle buys and buys back their stock and, and decommissions it. So um, it is, it's expired. It's taken out of the market. It's not put into the futures contracts. It's not done anything. So, uh, by the way, an interesting kind of... Just figure that I just noticed in looking at this. Um, Netflix is interesting because it didn't react to the falling market. So even though the 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 CPI came out at 8:30 a.m., um, you don't see it was trading at 183. It's at 183 right now. Interesting. Uh, SPG, Simon Property Group. I particularly think, again, this is at 103. I, I've liked this one at 112. It's a sell right now. It's not a buy. Um, their dividend next date just kind of passed by, and they, they shrunk down after that. People took the dividend and got out of the stock. Um, probably on the weaker consumer news, but that's what that is. AMD, we just talked about their forward PE. It's a... I would take this one under 100 and run it all the way up to 110 again. Uh, I think that's, that's your play. Um, the RSI is at 45. Um, I don't know that I'd wait. I'd probably wait for this one to get down to probably about 90. I think you'll hit 90 on this one. <clears throat> um, it's only down slightly in the pre-market. Again, without that CPI data, this one would be up. Um, without the CPI data, most of these things would be up. Looking at my portfolio, Baba is up. Um, QCLN is down. Ruth is up. But that might just be low pre-market volume. Who knows? But those are what uh, I looked at. I do think we'll see an afternoon bounce. Uvixi is your play today. If it dips under 14, um, I think Uvixi is a buy under 14. To 14.30 right now, it's still going strong. I mean. You know, again, we when I first brought this up, it was at fourteen ten. So, fourteen thirty four, fourteen thirty five. I think if you go under fourteen, um, my guess is again, if the, if if this starts to pull back and we start to see an afternoon rally, S Vixie is at forty nine twenty seven. 
Um, you know, you got a 10 day volume of 3 million shares, 90 day volume of 5 million shares. Oh, one thing I wanted to bring up Boyle and KOLD. I said by KOLD yesterday, um, that was the wrong play. Uh, KOLD is today's play. Um, you're at opened up at 19, closed at 1904. You're probably going to open up at 1980. Um, my guess is that this hits 20 today, KOLD. Um, probably a good one. A again, KOLD. Um, yesterday when we talked about it, it was at 22, I believe. Uh, maybe 21. So uh, anything under 20 in my mind is a good play on this one. You're already at 1990. Um, it, again, shorting natural gas. UNG, in my mind, uh, again, UNG is at 29.70. I think anything under 30, you could probably ride this one up. Just a guess. Again, I'm not an expert in any of these markets, but Uvixi is one that I, I think, you know, again, the VIX, I think, is going to 30. It's at 27.58 right now. It was at 27.01 or something when I started this podcast. So it's going to continue to go up. But. Have a great weekend, everybody. I will talk to you Monday. Hit, it, hit me up on Twitter. Watch my Twitter. I'll start posting stuff. I may be trading today, most likely just taking care of the dog. Have a good weekend. Take care.